Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Recovery Talks podcast. I'm Andy Daniel, social media coordinator with MPN, and I am here with Leah Wetzel. She is the newest recovery coach for Montana's Peer Network and also a white bison warrior down recovery coach. Welcome, Leah. Hello, Andy. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a 39-year-old Indigenous female that's in recovery. I've been in recovery a little over three years, and I'd say a little bit before COVID started, um, I looked into the peer support training, took that, and COVID really hit. And so I just kind of buried myself in training, CEUs. But um, my story really starts, you know, as I was younger, you know, coming from a family of intergenerational trauma and, you know, mental illness, addiction. And, you know, I was using by the time I was 13, incarcerated by the time I was 29. You know, I lost a brother to, to this addiction. And so it really hits home. And so when it comes to me supporting people, you know, I think, I think of my brother's case. I think of, you know, people that I've got to know in passing. And so I'm just, I'm really loving the work that I do. Um, I couldn't, couldn't be any more happier. So I have family that is, is very traditional, right? Cause I'm Blackfeet and I have family that's that's not so and me being brought up in the urban area I really was pulled to wanting to know my traditions and so I was about 12 years old and I got to meet one of my mom's really good friends and uh, she taught me how to fancy dance and then just I wanted more and so I started sweating got to know that side of my family that's traditional, like my Auntie Shar and Uncle Bob and, you know, all their kids. And so when I found out about Wellbrighty and with my recovery, connecting that culture to recovery, it has really changed the game for me. So talk a little bit about Wellbrighty. What is it, you know, how, do, how does it work for you? So, well, well, Bridie, the name itself derives from, it's called Living Sober and Well in Indigenous Culture. And it's a 12-step program, spiritually based, and really it's for anybody that's curious about the Native American way to implement into their lives. One thing I think a lot of people don't know is our ways traditionally are meant for everyone. Right. And so I know that it was in the late 1980s that Don Coyas, uh, the founder of White Bison, uh, started this Walbrighty movement. That Walbrighty movement for healing 
uh, healing our people and and everybody, you know, right? Because Don Coya speaks that we're all one race, the human race, you know? And so if one's down, we got to help them. And, you know, we're all equal. But uh, he started this movement in the 80s and, you know, it, it died down a bit in the early 2000s, but it's really coming back strong. So you mentioned white bison. Can you tell us a little bit about what white bison is? So White Bison is a nonprofit organization that Don Coyas and 40 other elders came together. And really the whole reasoning behind it was to start the healing process, right? Because their outlook on the healing has a lot, you know, goes hand in hand with AA a bit, but it brings that culture piece into it. And their their outlook on healing and wellness is the 12 steps within the medicine wheel there's there's meaning within that they did a deal in the early 90s it was called the journey of forgiveness and it was the really the beginning of their huge huge movement and don started i think it was in california with natives and all actually all sorts of people uh, in recovery. And they went to 500 different boarding schools within the nation. And they walked across the nation. And the more that, and I, I was watching one of the YouTube videos and they were speaking about how it started and pretty much it was faith. Faith got them to do what they did. And as they went, everything just kind of fell into place. Like it was meant to be. And all these elders are coming forward and speaking about the hurt that happened to them in the boarding schools due to colonization. You know, those folks were like the pioneers of indigenous recovery. It's pretty cool. So the white buffalo has some significance in Native American culture, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? The story is a white buffalo calf woman came to the Sioux. I guess she came in a form, well, as a woman first. And she gave them a pipe and she gave them a bundle. And to this day, that same pipe and bundle are within that tribe. If people look it up on YouTube, you know, there's a story. But what, from what I know, she came and she told them there's going to come a time that there's going to be a huge change and within that change that you know there's going to be there's going to be storms there's going to be fires there's going to be you know people separating from people and at that point we all need to come together and all all colors come together and they, they talk about a tree sitting underneath a tree and, and sitting in a circle, you know, and that's one of the most ancient ways of support that the natives had was a talking circle. And so um, she said during this time that the animals will be coming forward and they'll be coming the sacred color and the sacred color is white. And so as she was leaving, she was going up a hill and she was spinning and she was going into the yellow, red, black, white. And she said, oh, the biggest part was during all this time of change, 
a white buffalo is to be born. Well, a white buffalo has been born since 94 and there's been a lot more born and all that she said was going to happen is starting to happen. And a lot of those elders believe we are in that time of change and the change can be steered in a good way or it can be steered in a you know negative way. And that good way is really just having humbleness coming together and and you know all of us wanting the best for one another. Wonderful. So you have a warrior down talking circle group that you do. And right now you're doing that over zoom, correct? So tell us a little bit about that specific program. I took the white bison recovery coach training. It's a recovery coach and re-entry, uh, recovery re-entry program training that they have. And that was one of the trainings I took during COVID with the peer support training and the recovery coach training, I implemented a talking circle. And due to COVID, you know, one of one of our elders said, you know, traditionally natives, we don't we don't do our sacred, you know, we don't do our sacred ceremonial things, uh, pictures, Zoom, that type of stuff. But this is a time that Zoom is really helping people because we can go into someone's living room when they're alone during this pandemic. And, you know, this is a time that it's really hard for folks to, you know, that are in recovery. And so I decided to put it on Zoom. I also started a group on Zoom called Red Road Support. And that's for everybody. And you can find the uh, recovery coach talking circle on United Legacies LLC page under event. Talk a little bit about what the Warrior Down program is. Why would people want to be involved? What are what are the like pillars of that program? Recovery, reentry, recovery or your down recovery coach. Um, what that is, is um, a mentor, a mentor that's, that's helping people. You know, we all get to a certain point in any 12-step program, they're telling you, you get to a certain point and you give back. And that's really what it is. And it's helping support folks, you know, whether it's housing, whether it's leading them, you know, to resources of better support, you know, because it takes a tribe to keep me up, you know, a counselor, sponsor, mentor, our elders, you know, it's just really being that liaison between folks that are, are just starting out and, and, you know, no matter where somebody is at in recovery, warrior down recovery coaches, you know, they're there to, to help with, help you along the way. If somebody wants to join that talking circle, what can they expect when they join? So what we do in the beginning, we pray. You know, we start out um, any traditional talking circle, you know, really natives today, sometimes on TED Talk, we do an acknowledgement, acknowledgement of a stolen land on which we're on. You know, yes, we're on Zoom land, but here I'm in Great Falls, Montana, you know? So I would say, you know, I wanna take a moment of silence 
acknowledge our elders for all that they went through and all that they did to keep our ways alive. You know, so it was only 1978 that we could legally practice them, right? And so those elders and ancestors that kept those going, kept practicing that, you know, they went through a lot. And so we'll do an acknowledgement of those ancestors and we'll do an acknowledgement of the land on which we're on. So I always say little shell, Cree and Blackfeet. And then we'll go into prayer. I speak a little Blackfeet and then I speak English so everybody knows what I'm saying, no matter where, you know, what background they are. And uh, we'll go into the 12 steps, 12 traditions, preamble, and then open group up. And depending on how many people are on there, um, sometimes we'll watch uh, TED Talks, like Indigenous Recovery TED Talks, traditional TED Talks, or just TED Talks. Um, depending on whatever the subject is, um, we watch a lot of the Native Wellness, of course, Don Coyas. Yeah, we'll watch that and then we'll open up circle. If we got, you know, a hefty amount of people, we'll just go around and we'll do a quick check-in, you know, and, and go from there. And then at the end, we close with a prayer. It's, you know, it's just about sharing our experience, our strength, and our hope. And it's allowing, no matter what background you come from, allowing you to feel that you're in a safe space. And we also are considered one of the three support groups for our local drug and veterans court and probation and parole. So if folks are in those programs, I can email their coordinators and, and they count that as one of their groups. What do you think are the differences between original like AANA kind of 12-step programs and uh, the warrior down kind of program? Well, um, it's funny you ask that because there's actually a YouTube video that I've seen and it's on Don Coyas's YouTube page. And it's an elder, um, Elder Eugene speaking about him and Bill W sitting at Dr. Bill's gravesite, right? And Dr. Bill looks to Eugene and he says, you're you're, he uses the word Indian. He said, you're Indian, right? And he, and Eugene says, yes. And he said, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our traditions, a lot of our ways to be able to make that program work, we took from the native ways. So really, they really go hand in hand. The difference is the word God, we say creator. The difference is we're implementing Native American traditions and beliefs. But honestly, I mean, for myself, I have a sponsor in AA, I'm active in AA, home group in AA, but I have a mentor in Red Road to Wellbrighty. You know, I, I chair the Warrior Down talking circle. And I really tell folks, you know, the more we educate ourselves and the more we're involved and the more open-minded we are, it's amazing how much the two go hand in hand. With the uh, Red Road to Wellbrighty, like I said before, the 12 steps, you know, they, they implement that into the, to the medicine wheel teachings. And, you know, like the, from the first step to the 12th, it's about honesty, hope, faith, courage, integrity, 
willingness, justice, perseverance, spiritual awareness and service. There's a lot of uniqueness to each of them, but they really do go well hand in hand. So do people have to be indigenous or part of a tribe or anything like that in order to participate in the White Bison Talking Circle or the Red Road to Well variety? Not at all. We take all backgrounds. Traditionally, you know, my auntie and uncle are always reminding me at ceremony that our ways, they're meant for everybody, you know? So if people have that curiosity and, you know, times have changed. You know, we're, we're trying to be more holistic and holistic is, is means unity as well. And it means, you know, being able to share with whoever wants to know, you know, even at our ceremonies back home, we have folks that are in our, you know, societies that are, all I can say, they're all colors. You go to one of our ceremonies and, and these people are leading it, leading these societies and you know we're very welcoming and, and it's all about what's inside of you that matters you know this this outer in this outer um is just a shell you know we're all just you know spirits that creator made so we try to look past that where can people find uh, some more information about White Bison and the Warrior Down Talking Circle? Okay, so on Facebook, it's uh, there's if you look up Red Road to Albrighty, right, you'll see like hundreds. But if you look under White Bison Inc., that's their Facebook page. And then on YouTube, it's Don Coyes, D-O-N-C-O-Y-H-I-S, and he has a YouTube page. One of my favorite, favorite uh, videos he has is he's speaking about the orange frog. I actually just seen that within the last two months, and I go back to it. You know, when I'm having a hard time, I go back to it. Um, who actually brought that to my attention was our boss, Jim Haney, <laughs> another pioneer in recovery. But so anyways, what the orange frog is, the story is Don Coyes is telling it and he's saying, you know, there's four frogs sitting there on a ledge by, by, the, by a pond and one jumps in and, and uh, the, other, the other stay there, right? Well, when that jumps in, he, he's he's orange and and what it means is once and he says once you're orange you're or, once you're orange frog you're an orange frog there's no going back and that means once you're chosen by creator and once you open your heart up and you allow creator into your heart and you and you're like you know I'm tired of this I'm going to get vulnerable I'm going to do what I have to do to be in recovery and and you know, we're one of a kind. It's like a unicorn, you know, we're orange frogs. You and I are orange frogs. <laughs> so we've talked a, a lot about the Warrior Down program and a little about Red Road to Wellbriety, but uh, can you tell us a little more about what White Bison encompasses? What, what are all of the programs under White Bison? 
Oh, so I'm glad you asked that, Andy, because if you go onto their page, you'll see there's all kinds of trainings. The Red Road to Wellbriety indefinitely was the, the first, and it's been discovered a best practice, you know, it's evidence-based. And so into that led into, there's a program for families, um, there's a program for mothers, for fathers, daughters of tradition, sons of tradition, and there's multiple uh, white bison treatment centers available. And uh, I found out through the training and through Sparrow that uh, to become a white bison, deemed a white bison facility, it just pretty much means you're implementing, you know, those those trainings that you learn into into your treatment center. And actually, there's only one deemed white bison facility in Montana. They're they're all over. Like I've looked on their website. There's some amazing treatment centers and when I was on that training there was people of all backgrounds on there you know and and I think it's a really a good way for people to be able to connect with the di the Native American dynamics you know because a lot of times there's a gap between communication between being able to connect you know whether whether you have indigenous folks as your clients or participants or you know maybe you want to learn something from them you know and I just think it's a really good way to bridge that gap and bridge you know the communication between between all backgrounds and that's really what white bison represents to me is is healing you know they talk about a healing forest and fire starters and you know, warrior down recovery coach. And that's all about, you know, healing our community, heal, first healing ourselves, then our communities, you know, and then, then our nation. Yeah, I really would, you know, you guys should go check it out. It's, it's, it's really cool. And these guys, you know, there's some really good people that work for them. And um, I'm very honored to, to, yeah, be a warrior down recovery coach. So one thing you mentioned is that there are white bison treatment facilities. So, but you don't mean that white bison runs all of those treatment facilities, right? That, that white bison sort of endorses them if they fit the, the criteria of implementing those things into their treatment center, right? Yes. So there are some that Don Coyas I believe does sponsor or partners with, but no, I mean, they allow people to claim, you know, to be a white bison facility because they're, they're uh, who works there, their employees have been trained under, you know, whatever it is they're teaching. You know, if, if they're working with kids, you know, maybe they took the, mending the broken hearts I believe it is or they're they're working with parenting it would be that mothers and fathers and daughters of tradition you know there's a lot of different avenues 
so um, it would just mean that they're implementing those particular trainings into their what they do and what they offer. So I will add all of the links to these things in the description. So if you're listening and you didn't quite catch some of those things, check out the description of the podcast and there will be links to Leah's Warrior Down Talking Circle, uh, to the White Bison website and Facebook page as a whole. So you can check those things out. Uh, and if somebody wants some more information directly from you, Leah, how would they get a hold of you? So they can get a hold of me at leah at mtpeernetwork.org. That's my email. Proud that that's my email now. And uh, I'd be more than happy to lead them in whatever direction they're needing leading. You know, I'm, I'm here to support. And that's another good thing is uh, I'm a recovery coach for Montana Peer Network. So if you folks, you know, reach out and I'd be happy to help. Great. And we're, we're glad to have you on board. Glad to be here. Thanks everyone for listening and make sure you tune in next time. Thanks, Andy. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.